Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 43 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jenna O'Connor from Blush Tan up in Worcester, Massachusetts. She shares a great story about how she got started in the industry uh, just about 10 years ago, and she's only 24 years old. Yeah, she was 16 years old when she first started working with Christina at Blush Tan years ago, black, back when they had a nice black and magenta logo. Anyway, she talks a lot about the transition from how the business has grown and how she has now transitioned into opening her own studio up in Massachusetts. It is a great story. Not only does she shed some light into the corporate life with Blush Tan, but also into how she has been able to open her own studio at only 24 years old. It's a great story. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful interviewing and meeting Jenna as well. Jenna, so thank you so much on behalf of the entire Happy Tans community for your time. As always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder that's dedicated to the sunless tanning industry. It's easy to get started, get set up, and get ready to go. Drag and drop. We're here to help. If you have any questions, come check us out. Happytans.com forward slash website. Again, it's www.happytans.com backslash website. And thank you so much for the support on the podcast. This is a labor of love for us, for me. I really enjoy it. So thank you so much for the support. The only thing I ask is that you love, like, and share this. Leave us a review on iTunes. We want to continue to spread the word. So thank you so much again. Enjoy the episode and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jenna O'Connell from Blush Tan in Worcester, Massachusetts. How are you doing today, Jenna? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I think I might have got the name almost perfect, but I don't know. <laughs> Work in progress, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> yeah, you, all, you got it. Worcester. <laughs> good times. Good times. Well, Jenna, I would like to... Um, Welcome you to the podcast, kind of open up the floor for a few minutes, let you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and your background in the sunless industry, uh, blush tan and all that fun stuff. So feel free to, to take the floor for a minute. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I am 24 years old, um, born and raised in Worcester, I've lived here my whole life. Um, I got into the sunless tanning industry when I was 16, so getting close to a decade now, which is kind of crazy. Um, I was hired at what was a brand new company at the time, Blush Tan, um, for their Westboro location as just a sunless consultant. Um, it was just another high school job for me at the time. It was good perks, good money, um, loved the tans. I had never actually had an airbrush tan before I started working for Christina at Blush Tan. So, um, it was a completely new industry to me at the time, and I kind of just never left. Um, worked for her all through high school, and then I went to college um, down in Providence, Rhode Island, where we had just opened our first licensed studio. Um, so I kind of did some tanning at school while I was there, um, you know, for all the college girls, and then helped out a little bit at the studio in Rhode Island as well. Um, and then of course, coming home on Christmas breaks and, um, summer vacation would always go back and work at the studio as much as possible. 
Um, and then I just, you know, continued falling in love with the the industry and really, um, you know, learning more about what's good for your skin and how bad bed tanning can be. Um, so I decided to make a career of it. Very cool. So you, that, that's interesting. So 20, about 20, you said eight years, about 2010, you got into it. So it's a relatively new industry back then, uh, for sure. What, and you had never had a tan. So what, what exactly like kind of drew you into that over anything else at 16 yep. years old? <laughs> So it was actually a good friend of mine, um, Jill Casey. She was one of Christina's first employees, um, just found the job on Craigslist. We had worked at a restaurant previously together, and she was going off to college and was like, hey, I need someone to take my hours. Christina told me to kind of find someone to take my job. Are you interested? And I was like, sure. Like, what's a little extra money? At that point, the schedule was really, you know, inconsistent. We were trying to grow and build clientele. Um, so I would only have a couple of clients a week. I was only at the studio when we had clients, um, being by appointment only. So I figured why not? Never had a tan, but probably would love one. And the rest is history. Wow. That's really cool. And I know everything, uh, from interviewing, uh, Christina back on episode 29 of the podcast, I know she's, uh, I know it's grown a lot and changed a lot. Uh, just kind of interesting to hear what it was like back then. I'm sure it's changed so much. I mean, she seems to have a lot of stuff streamlined now. Um, and I think you're part of that as well, but I'm sure it was completely different back then. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess just how has that kind of changed from, you know, 2010 to 2018 and, and, you know, kind of ballpark view of that. Yeah. So when we started, I mean, our logo was magenta and black and aerial font from Microsoft word. It was nothing <laughs> special. Um, I took a graphic design class in high school and we were like, Hey, let's make a new logo. Um, so, you know, me in high school, we were working on the logo, um, and trying to, you know, become a little bit more, um, you know, closer to where we are now. Um, but it's just been amazing. I mean, we went from our first two studios in Westboro and Wellesley to just, I mean, the growth that we continue to see is just so encouraging and it's so near and dear to my heart. I mean, we've changed the logo probably four times, four or five times now, Um, you know, got into the trademarking and really all of that. We call it kind of like the legit business stuff. We always laugh about how kind of fly by the seat of the pants we were um, (laughs) when we were first starting out. So um, you know, both of our first two studios have moved locations once already. We're looking um, at possible spaces to move the Wellesley location now. Um, and then we, Christina started the licensing program. So, um, you know, just to be able to see that growth and really see the brand not only go um, countrywide, but now we're going international is just so amazing. Yeah, that's a big move and a lot of changes. I'm curious how many, that was two studios in 2010. Is that what you're referring to? Um, yes. Yep. When you started? Okay. And how many studios are there now? Do you know off the top of your head? In the U.S., it's, I want to say, 25 plus um, and growing. We are constantly in talks with um, people in different locations to open new studios. And then we just um, had our U.K. studio open um, last month and, um, we are looking at opening two studios in Canada in the coming, the coming months in the Toronto area. So, 
Um, you know, I would love to see the growth become exponentially larger. Um, it's an amazing company and I'm so proud and happy to really be a part of it. I'm sure that's, that's so cool. And something you mentioned, it just kind of went by, uh, you said that you guys were, you know, fly by the seat of your pants and now it's like official business stuff. And I think that's something important to point out to people. I I speak to so many people and I've, I've heard so many people's stories and everybody gets caught up on the details and it's like, just jump and you'll figure it out. You know, some of that stuff you have to do, obviously you can plan stuff to a certain extent, but who would have thought starting with a black and magenta logo, you know, eight years ago, you'd be where it is now. Um, yeah. And from the interview with Christina, I know how she loves it and has enjoyed it. And it's, it's grown and changed so much. And now you have the concept studios and things. I think that's the correct language, but it's just really cool to see that, but you don't have to have it all figured out. That's kind of the thing is you learn along the way. That's, that's part of the fun, honestly. Yeah, no, it really is. It is. Um, so you said, uh, and I know I had a friend that kind of joined that, the blush, um, you know, that I think she did the con- the studios and, and you guys kind of go in and just kind of revamp everything and everything's transitioned, the products and the logos and everything changed to blush tan stuff, correct? Yeah. So we have a couple of different options. Um, the studio that I own is a um, exclusive studio. So basically what that means is um, it's all the branding, the brand name. Um, we exclusively use the blush tan solutions and retail products. Um, and then, you know, we are, you know, on the website and have all the same branding. So basically you can walk into my studio um, and then you can walk into our blush tan in La Jolla, California, and you'll feel like you're in a blush. You know that, um, you know, they might not look exactly the same, but um, you're in a familiar territory. So that's our exclusive concept. Um, and then we have um, what we call our concept studios. So that's, you know, their own branding. Um, we have a couple of those throughout the U.S., um, and they are exclusive carriers of the blush tan product. So it's, you know, they don't necessarily look the same as the blush tan studios, but you can go there and get a blush tan. Got it. Got it. So the exclusive studio is almost like a franchise, almost like just a separate location. Almost. In a way. Yeah, it is. A lot of people ask if it's a franchise. It's technically not, but you know, legally, right. <laughs> basically it's very similar. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's very cool. I remember, I remember the interview with Christina. It was really cool learning about the whole, process and everything she's done and gone through. And I've interviewed some other people to have similar models. There's uh, Nicole and 10 on the run in Canada. There's Amanda here actually locally with glow body. And they're all, they're all similar in ways where you guys kind of set each other, like set people up for success or help with all these different things, but everybody has their own little tweaks and things they do differently. So it's cool to hear it. And obviously for people to hear the options um, and there's other opportunities than just going at it by yourself, <laughs> you know, we're, we're stronger together for sure. So. Oh, and that's like one of, I think my favorite things and, you know, all of our licensees really love the community aspect. Um, you know, we have um, private portals and um, a private Facebook group amongst our licensees that we're always bouncing ideas off of each other and seeing, you know, what works in California may or may not work on the East coast or down South. So it's nice to really feel like you have kind of a support system to lean on to. Absolutely. And did, did, random question, do you all get together in person ever, or is it not, not to that level yet? So, um, we do as much as possible. We've had, um, a couple of licensees, um, come visit us recently. Natalie from the La Jolla and Encinitas locations is actually just here uh, last week. 
uh, visiting. So we are actually in the midst of planning a little um, blush tan conference for next summer um, where we get everyone together for the first time. Um, But we do try to, you know, do group events and stuff as much as possible throughout the year. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, the in-person events obviously just kind of like legitimize and take it a step further. I've I've had the pleasure to meet some of the people that I've interviewed, other people that I've just met through the forums. They just happen to be close or passing through or something. And, you know, I'm always up to grab coffee or meet somebody in person. It's really cool to to do that. Obviously, in any of the conferences, you know, they have the ASTP uh, Sunless Summit as well. Obviously, it's a good chance for a lot of people to get together. So that's always cool to do. What was that? I'm sorry. It will be there this year. So okay. we're good about that in yeah. January. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, personally, I haven't actually made it yet. I keep having things come up, but I hope to obviously one day or as soon as possible make it out there just, you know, to meet everybody and support them as well. Ooh. Very cool. So I'd like to talk about a little bit about the, um, you know, the entrepreneurial side of business, the ups and downs. I'm sure you've had your fair share of both. Uh, you're welcome. Obviously, your location, I think you said opened in July. Is that right? Yep. July so 4th. Okay, so just over almost four months, which is awesome, but you don't have to necessarily talk about that. It could be from back when you were just, uh, you know, 16 years old and helping Christina kind of get things, uh, you know, off the ground. Uh, but I'd love to hear about, you know, the, the worst moment so far in the business, as well as on the flip side of that, the best, because uh, I like to kind of highlight both of those and show people that there is good times, um, but there's some bad times, but there's a lot more good and that, uh, you know, definitely outweighs and helps you make it through. So feel free to share those stories with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, just having been with the company for so long, I think I've really seen the the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, I think especially being a new individual entrepreneur myself, I think the scariest thing and, you know, when you feel the lowest is, oh my goodness, is this going to be successful? (laughs) Um, Or did I make a complete mistake? Um, so that's obviously scary, um, to get into, but I think the, the highs just completely outweigh the lows in that sense. I mean, really being able to make a positive impact on our clients and see their confidence just exude out of them after, you know, they finished an appointment. I have so many clients say, Oh, I just feel so much better about myself or I just feel more confident having that said to you every single day is just so incredibly rewarding. And, um, you know, at Blush Tan, we really focus on body positivity and, um, you know, loving the skin that you're in and, you know, your tan doesn't change who you are, doesn't change what you look like, but it makes you more confident about yourself and, you know, hopefully more comfortable in your own skin. So just to be able to have that positive impact on people every day is, the the most rewarding yeah that is a cool and a lot of people obviously talk about that that feeling of people just feel you know sexier prettier whatever you want to say once they get a tan but that that confidence i mean it it helps you like at a confidence standpoint anybody that that feels like they look good and feel good definitely perform better in everything they do so that's a cool experience to be part of that absolutely definitely so uh for you, and I'm not sure how this works. I'd be kind of interested to hear. I, I like to ask people how they got their first paying customer. I, I would definitely ask that question to you, but also in addition to that, kind of to see how Blush Tan supports that. I know you, you since you're an exclusive studio, you're listed on the website, but I'm interested to hear about 
how you got your first customer there at your new location, if that's kind of something you can piggyback on Blush Tan with or how that works and what kind of support they provide you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, our headquarters sends out a monthly email um, just with different, you know, promos and different exciting things that are happening. And so for every new studio that we open, um, there is, you know, an email blast that goes out about that new studio being open. It gets posted on Instagram. There's a lot of kind of hype around it, which is exciting. Um, so it is definitely really helpful to kind of have that network there already. Um, I always say that it's kind of a little bit of a security blanket. It makes me feel like, you know, at least someone has heard of us. Um, and then honestly with, you know, my personal studio, I think my family was, was my first playing paying client or, uh, you know, they were maybe had never had a TAM and I was like, come on, gotta try it. So, um, you know, just having that support too. And having been born and raised here, I obviously have a community of friends and family in the area. So, um, having, them backing me up the whole time was, um, you know, really kind of my jumping off point. Yeah, that's huge. Obviously, friends and family, local community, if you're born and raised somewhere, you have a huge advantage over people that, you know, have to relocate. Somebody I just interviewed, the podcast hasn't come out yet, but she's military wife. So, you know, they're moving all the time, which is a different challenge in and of itself. And like you said, that security blanket, having a group of people there with you, I mean, entrepreneurship is a very lonely thing and people obviously oftentimes forget that. Um, if you look at anything, even like sport, the greats in the sports, like they're alone a lot, you know, it's a lot of downtime when you're alone and stuff like that. So it's good to have that group of people you can bounce ideas off of and just kind of keep your morale up. I'm sure, you know, during those slow days and slow weeks, or even during the great times to kind of help keep you grounded as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something really cool. And I think that's why a lot of these, uh, you know, obviously you guys have grown considerably and a lot of the other companies that I referenced earlier have done the same because of that support and people, you know, a lot of people are, this might be the first business they've ever owned. Like you said, you know, you're only 24 years old. Uh, this is your first kind of taste of entrepreneurship by yourself. So having that support, I'm sure you wouldn't exchange that for anything. Oh no, not at all. And you know, it's so nice to have, you know, an owner that is, in more close to Boston or on the South shore, text me and be like, Oh, I have a client that her sister or her cousin or whatever lives in Worcester and is going to come see you. Like even just to have that kind of referral process amongst, you know, the inner family of blush is really nice. Um, because we're always able to kind of say, you know, Oh, if you're traveling, you can go here. We'd love for you to visit this studio. Um, and you know, you're still getting the same results. So, um, that has been awesome too, just to feel kind of that camaraderie, um, through the whole process. Yeah, most definitely kind of, uh, you know, kind of expanding the brand there, you know, like you said, consistency. I remember Christina talked about that, how consistent that, that they are, I think with the training and everything there, I'm sure you're part of that as well, yep. uh, which is really cool. I think it helps people with the confidence thing, uh, you know, spraying, we talked about confidence earlier when people have a tan, but actually the actual process of spraying, um, and you know, being in blush tan, you guys obviously help each other, may refer people to each other, but that doesn't have to just be in that kind of situation. You can make friends with people that are not, you know, that are your quote unquote competitors and they can still refer people to you. And anybody that's in a big city, I'm sure has had that situation. Um, and you need to make friends with all the other business owners, not enemies. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
and I'm sure you guys still have the same experience as well, uh, even though you have, uh, you know, your blush tan family, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important, especially in the beauty industry to build each other up and not tear each other down. Um, I think that a lot of times we do that to ourselves and to those around us anyway. So if we're all going to be in the same industry, you know, it's the most important to be open and, you know, welcoming and kind to one another. Um, you know, cause at the end of the day, we all want the same results. So most definitely. And that, I mean, that's part of the reason behind the podcast. I wanted people to share this industry. I think it's ex- extremely on the far side of people like, you know, competition go down, go down, you know, they don't want to support each other, but it's a, we need to, obviously, uh, as with any industry, I think competition pushes everybody to make each one better, to better serve your clients and everything like that. So the community thing is huge. Um, and companies like, like you guys are just obviously kind of fostering that community and pushing it forward. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. And I was looking at the, the website, kind of checking stuff out. You guys offer additional services in, in addition to spray tanning. Excuse me. It looks like you do the, the teeth whitening as well. Yeah, so um, our studio specifically has a partnership with Sana Smile, um, which is, you know, the sister company to Sana Tan up in Canada. Yeah. Um, And they're fantastic. So each of our studios kind of, you know, on top of offering um, the blush tan, you know, tans and retail products kind of likes to have their own little thing. So um, teeth whitening is ours. And um, it's been really, really great. The clients love it. Um, And it's just nice to be able to kind of, you know, further partner with someone in the similar industry, um, you know, especially where they have sun a tan and sun a smile. Um, so that has been really, really great for us. And what, uh, yeah. So you said that, um, I, that's a good complimentary service. I think a lot of people are interested in that. Uh, and I spoke to the owner of sun a smile. I think she's eventually going to be on the podcast. I'm sorry. Her name is, is slipping my mind at the moment, but, um, you said that some people offer other services instead of teeth whitening. Um, so it's more, uh, retail based, I would say okay. services. So, um, you know, whether, yeah. whether the owners, um, you know, want to sell sunglasses or bathing suits or whatever it might be, I'm actually working right now with a local jewelry designer to create a blush tan line to offer in the studio. So, um, we're excited to kind of get that in the studio and have that on display. So that'll be really cool to kind of have something special for us. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. I think the teeth whitening kind of goes uh, hand in hand with the tanning. It seems to be a nice complimentary service. So that's good to see that, you know, um, Son of Smile is there with the Son of Tan to kind of support that that same industry. Yeah, agreed. And our clients love it, too, since they don't have to go to the dentist to get the same results. <laughs> yeah, I know. Teeth whitening is an, an interesting thing, actually, kind of uh, something I've looked into before, because like spray tanning, it's kind of unregulated in a sense. So it's interesting yep. to see, like, these dental, dental offices can try to offer it for five times as much, or you can offer it for less. So. Yeah, exactly. Which people love. So yeah, <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. So you kind of spoke a little bit earlier about how things have changed, uh, you know, day to day for you since 20, 2010, back when you were what, 16 years old, now you're 24, you know, you're, you're so old. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's crazy that you got started so young. I, I'll be interested to see, how has things changed for you just in the last three months from when you opened? I mean, are, are you the only person at the studio? Do you have multiple employees? What's the setup for you? Um, so when we started, it was, you know, just me. And um, I actually have an intern now, which is exciting. 
Um, so, I mean, I think the biggest change that I have seen is not necessarily sunless industry focus, but having to think about all the things that I never had to think about as just an employee. Um, and thankfully my mother is very, um, very much a business mind. So I have her support, um, wholeheartedly, but, you know, even just having to incorporate your business, um, and, you know, figure out the regulations and what permits you need, that kind of thing was a huge transition for me. Um, and, you know, having always just been a consultant and on kind of the, the front lines, having to be a little bit more back office based versus just front lines has definitely been um, a transition. Um, but other than that, I almost, you know, feel like I'm 16 again, um, you know, just <laughs> seeing my clients every day and um, just, you know, really working to give everyone the best possible experience here. Um, you know, I think it keeps me young. Yeah, definitely. How do you, how, what would you say the time split is between uh, customer facing and then back office type, you know, work? Um, honestly, it depends on the week, I would say, um, you know, I definitely prefer to be more customer facing. So, um, you know, on busy weeks, it's definitely more of like an 80, 20 split, but, um, you know, there is that week to week, um, having to reconcile the books and, you know, um, make bank deposits and stuff like that. So it's definitely always there. Um, but I try to keep it as minimal as possible. Sure. (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. People don't like to, you know, that quote unquote dirty work, I guess I would say, but it's necessary as, as the business grows. I'm sure that you've seen that and blush, um, at the corporate level as well. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's quite a transition for you. I'm sure. How big is your studio? Um, so my studio is about 1600 square feet. Um, it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, and I actually sublet two of my rooms out, um, to other beauty industry, um, professionals. So one is an esthetician and does, you know, facials and all that stuff. And then one is a medical esthetician. So she's more on the, the, um, Botox and fillers side of it. So it's nice to kind of have them around too. I don't feel as lonely. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it just, it just is an added benefit for the clients. You know, we're all separate businesses, but, um, it keeps them coming back for multiple services. Sure. Sure. And I'm kind of curious, what kind of like um, autonomy do you guys have for running the business as an, as an exclusive studio? Like, obviously, it's not a franchise, you know, with a franchise, you say, hey, this is what you do. These are the signs you put up all this stuff. So what kind of leeway do you have? Is that like completely go for whatever you want? Or is it like follow these guidelines? How does that work? Uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. I mean, um, you know, we always try to check in with our head of marketing and the headquarters, if you're, you know, putting the logo or anything on a sign or um, anything on social media. But other than that, I mean, the promos month to month are, you know, totally up to you. You can do whatever promotions you want or um, run any specials or have, you know, any parties, stuff like that. Um, So it definitely is a good balance, I would say. Um, But there's so much support on the headquarters side too, that, you know, it never feels um, daunting or like you're in it alone. Yeah. And so for you, like pricing is completely up to you then location to location. Um, so in Massachusetts, it's standardized just because we do have so many studios in a smaller radius. Um, and then outside of that, um, in our newer territories, 
Um, we really try to base it based off of demographic and kind of, you know, what the area is like, because obviously, um, you know, cost of living in California is very different, uh, than, you know, Delaware or something. So, um, that is kind of all location based and, um, the licensees work with Christina directly to kind of come up with a pricing structure on that. But for the most part, all of the studios kind of fall in line together. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. I see a lot of people in the forums on Facebook just kind of asking questions about, you know, I use this product. What pricing do you charge? Or just, hey, I'm opening. What prices do you charge? And I just like go go search locally for your competitors and look. I mean, it kind of gives you yep. at least a base point or somewhere to start. Like Absolutely. somebody, like you said, California isn't going to charge what somebody out in the Midwest charges. It's just not realistic. So. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's so. definitely location based for us. Yeah. Very, okay. That's interesting. I was just kind of curious because like, yeah, just going that wide and obviously going international now, it can't be consistent. It just wouldn't work. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, cool. Cool. Well, that's, that's awesome to hear. Um, and to see, and I like that you said intern. That's interesting because a lot of people want to bring on an employee for the first time. I'm just kind of interested. How does that, how does that, uh, situation work versus hiring an employee? Are they working? Are they getting paid maybe, or are they working for free? How's that work? Cause internships are vary from place to place, if you yeah. don't mind sharing. I'd yeah, no, absolutely. So um, she goes to a local college um, and is taking, you know, an internship course through her school. So she's getting academic credit for it. Okay. Um, and we also actually have a brand ambassador program for um, local high schools and colleges because there is so many colleges in the Worcester area. Um, so they all have all the brand ambassadors, which my intern is also a brand ambassador, um, have you know, their own kind of promo codes they can share with their friends or anyone, you know, at their schools um, to come in and get a discount on their first hand. And then um, for every person that they bring in, um, they get, you know, credit towards um, any of our services or products. So, um, you know, it's not necessarily a paid gig, um, but there are definitely perks to it. So, okay. No, that's interesting to hear. I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people are transitioning in or want to bring in their first employee. And that's first question is, how do you handle that? How do you pay them and stuff like that? And internships a great way to find people that are, you know, willing to work and are hungry to learn. So, I mean, offering them something coming into a real business and learning so much and obviously getting academic credit credit in this uh, instance is a huge benefit for them as well. So that's pretty cool to hear. I haven't heard anybody hiring an intern. So yeah, it's been an awesome experience. So I would definitely do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So maybe she'll end up uh, owning her own studio someday. Oh, that would be amazing. I'd be so <laughs> proud. <laughs> yeah, like a little, like a little, uh, like a little person that, yeah, like your little bird. Just yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. So uh, Jenna, what, if you had to uh, pinpoint one specific thing that's that uh you know has, has helped you progress in the past eight years through you know working starting tanning never tanning before to where you are now owning your own exclusive blush tan studio what would you say is the most important factor in that you know for you yourself um i would say always stay curious and hungry um you know constantly learning about the industry, about what other people are doing, even, you know, what other people are putting in their solutions, really being able to know the industry forward and backward, um, just, you know, helps you provide a better customer experience. Um, and just always wanting more and pushing for more. I mean, I, 
when I was 16, I never thought I'd still be part of this company. Um, and you know, now I can't imagine it any other way, but I, you know, just be a dreamer and, you know, strive for the most and the best, um, because you never know where that can lead you. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that, uh, advice and information. And like, you know, we were just talking about the intern being kind of hungry and wanting to learn. And that's, that's something you can't teach, you know, that's kind of comes from within. Uh, and obviously Christina saw that in you and you and yourself. So that's really good to hear. And I think, you know, knowing the industry inside and out, uh, Haley Staples, I think she was the third interview I had. She said what set her apart was, um, and she had, she used Sholi products. She just said, I knew the products inside and out. I could tell anybody whatever they wanted to know. Um, and I understood that. So that, that made a huge difference for her and her business. And she had a really successful business in Southern California. So um, I always tell people to keep learning, take different trainings. It doesn't matter who it is, you know, whatever you can do to learn more about the industry and products and techniques and whatever it is in business in general makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Uh, what kind of equipment do you use uh, through Blush? Do they have a specific agreement with somebody? Um, so we do buy all of our HVLP machines through Aviva. Um, so they have been amazingly supportive and I love their mini mist gun. Um, I have looked at others, um, but I think, you know, when I was opening my studio, I was just so comfortable with that machine, um, and have, you know, have seen it last forever, um, through the studios that, um, they make great product and, um, it holds up forever. So it's my tried and true. Yeah. Those things work forever. Is that the, with the plastic gun or with the metal gun or? Um, it's a mix of both. So the needle, um, you know, and nozzle are, um, metal, but, um, you know, the rest of the gun is plastic. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They have two different models. So I was kind of curious which one it was. Um, that, that one's a lot lighter, so I'm sure it's better (laughs) on your your arm. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I usually ask what type of solution you use, but I'm sure obviously being an exclusive studio for blush, you only use their products, um, which I think Christina spoke a lot about her products. I mean, if you want to talk a little bit about the products and the advantages and stuff, I think people might be interested in learning a little bit about it. Yeah. So, um, we have three different tan options. We have the original tan, um, which you can rinse off in 12 hours. We have our Express, which is a four to six hour tan. And then our Super Express is a two to four hour tan. Um, you know, each of those comes in three different bases, base colors, um, which helps us really be able to customize um, and then different DHA percentages as well. Um, and I think, you know, the biggest draws to our solutions are, um, you know, that they feature hyaluronic acid and caffeine in them. So it really helps to tighten the skin, um, you know, give the appearance of, um, you know, less cellulite and less fine lines. Um, and it leaves your skin feeling really great too. So, um, that's definitely my favorite thing about it. Um, and just really the customization level is amazing. Very cool. Yeah. That's, uh, so you guys have, three different types of solution and then three bases, but they're all like the level of DHA is the same through all of them. Is that correct? Um, no. So with our original, um, solution, we, gosh, we have DHA ranging from eight to 16, okay. um, in three different bases. So there's quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> a science experiment. Um, yeah. <laughs> and similarly with the, you know, the express and the super express. Okay. Okay. Got it. And it's, it's, it's always interesting all the product manufacturers do it differently, whether it's, hey, this one will work for everybody or, hey, you need all these different bases or these different levels. 
Um, obviously, it works in any way. That whatever works for you, everybody learns their way. So yeah, I was kind of interested to hear that. And okay, cool. Definitely love the customization feature. So yeah, um, it's you know feel like they're getting really a a custom tan every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is you know makes it different. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, obviously, the way that you said that you know it's a sunless consultant which is an an interesting way to say it some people are spray tan technicians or master spray tan artists or whatever the name is but it's everybody kind of brands it their own way so i like that one yeah thanks <laughs> yeah of course of course i see that this is kind of off the wall but i see that you use a scheduling system through the blush tan website what what system are you using over there yeah so we use square um, okay. point of sale system our clients love it it's so easy to use um, so easy for them to you know, reschedule if they need to, or God forbid they need to cancel. Um, and it's, it's just so user-friendly. So I'm very happy with it. Yeah. And that'll tie right in with the, like you said, the POS system. So it helps a lot. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you, um, did you go through any training or certification? Obviously I know you've done a lot with blush tan. I'm sure you've been through all their trainings, maybe even helped, uh, kind of put some of them together, but did you go through any other trainings or certifications? I'm kind of interested to hear. So I did go through the Aviva training as well. Um, okay. way back in the day. Um, but other than that, it's been really, um, you know, cultivating and perfecting the, the blush tan method, if you will. Um, and then teaching that as well. Okay. So you actually train as well? Um, yes. Oh, cool. Very cool. Very cool. So your job, and you may have referenced this earlier. I'm sorry if I ask you again, you're kind of what you do at corporate for blush. Do you want to kind of explain a little bit about that in case anybody has questions? Yeah. So on the, the corporate side at the headquarters, I am the sales manager. Um, so, you know, working with all of our licensees to get them the products that they need um, and answer any of our product questions. And then also, um, you know, I am the line of first defense of, um, you know, new inquiries, people that are interested in, you know, our, our brand and what we do, um, and our licensing program. So I am always talking to new people, which is super exciting. Um, you know, who want to open studios or, you know, possibly stock our products. So, um, I kind of wear a few different hats over at the headquarters, but it keeps, you know, every day interesting and fresh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like my time back at uh, Sholie with Mike and them, it was kind of the same thing, you know, they're all over the place, but that that was the joy of it. I just really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, Jenna, I want to, before I ask the last question, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day. Um, we're recording this on a Friday, even though it won't be out for a couple weeks, but I appreciate your time and sharing the story. It's so cool to actually hear. Obviously, sp speaking to Christina a few months back, it's cool to hear from somebody that's been with her for so long and, and kind of gone through the different uh, trials and tribulations there. And now, obviously, you have your own exclusive studio, which is super exciting. You're only 24 years old. You have so much uh, so much more time in front of you and potential. So it's going to be cool to watch it as it continues to grow, not only your personal studio, but the Blush brand as well. I know that Christina's set herself up for a lot of success in the future. So it's going to be cool to watch you guys uh, continue to grow. So thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the question is, if you uh, could write a letter to yourself back when you were 16 years old, never had a spray tan in 2010, <laughs> you know, is yeah. back when it was still even more orange than it is now, according to everybody else. <laughs> I'd love to know what that letter would say to yourself now at, at 24 years old and just opening your own studio. What would you say to yourself? Oh, gosh, I think I would say, um, you know, don't 
ever let someone tell you what you can and can't do. If you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. Um, no business, no industry, um, no dream is silly. Um, you know, at 16, if you had told me at 24, you'd own a airbrush tanning salon, I'd be like, okay, yeah, right. Um, but you know, just really like follow your dreams and follow your heart. I think, um, you know, through college and stuff, I always thought, oh, I need to go the, the corporate route or I need a nine to five job. And it really just wasn't who I was. So stay true to yourself. Um, stay true to what you believe in and everything else will fall into place. I believe that. that's, that's great. Uh, words of advice, Jenna, you're well beyond your 24 <laughs> years of age there. You've, you've been through a lot of stuff there with uh, blush. It's cool to watch that. Uh, and, and like I said, the words that you say are so true. I think that a lot of people get kind of uh, fixated on careers and stuff based on other people's expectations based on college and all that stuff. And yeah, corporate and everything can work for some people, but it's not for everyone. It's, it's interesting to see how we change, you know, when we're kids, we can dream about anything. And then as we get to a, be adults, we don't really have dreams anymore. It's just kind of whatever we can do to pay the bills or whatnot. So, uh, but I'm with you. I think that if you believe in, in anything that you could, uh, you can definitely make it come true. So it's, it's cool to hear that. I'm, I'm very excited to watch you as you continue to grow in the industry, not only you, um, but blush tan as well. So we'll definitely keep in touch and, and make sure that we continue to follow you. Um, if anybody has questions about blush tan, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, email Jenna at blush tan.com. That's easy enough. We'll have them do that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jenna. I appreciate your time. Have a, a great day. Hopefully it's not too cold up there in, in Worcester, <laughs> Worcester, Worcester. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, Jenna. So Take much. Care. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.